Star Wars 7x7 episode 2334 today, the back half of my conversation with Cole Horton, co-author of the Star Wars book. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So yesterday I shared with you part one of my two-part conversation with Cole Horton, co-author of the Star Wars book subtitled Expand Your Knowledge of a Galaxy Far, Far Away. And this is, as I said yesterday, Cole's third time on the show this year because he has written a lot of books, as it turns out, this year. Or, I should say, because one of them was, I think, mostly written in 2019. It just turns out that <laughs> the way things have worked for him and for publishing planning and whatnot, three of them came out this year, which is pretty remarkable. And it's been great to have him on all three times. And this, as I said, is his conversation related to the Star Wars book. And once again, if you're not familiar with Cole, he is the author or co-author of a dozen Star Wars books, including Star Wars Absolutely Everything You Need to Know and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, A Traveler's Guide to Batuu. That was one of the ones he was talking about earlier this year on the show. He has contributed to StarWars.com, Marvel.com, and Run Disney. And as a brand manager and consumer researcher, he has worked on a number of video games, including Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, Star Wars Battlefront II, and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And you're actually going to hear a little bit of video game talk intertwined with this conversation as well, including Star Wars Squadrons related stuff too. So that's coming up in the back half of the conversation with Cole Horton. Before I get to it, it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode as always, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. And now here we go. Here is the second half of my conversation with Cole Horton, co-author of the Star Wars book. So when when people talk about world building and about you know, developing the galaxy far, far away, it is one thing to have some of the, you know, the other kinds of DK books. Like, for example, say, you know, the Rise of Skywalker uh, visual dictionary, where similar with the galactic map, you'll get the map and then you'll get little features on each of the planets that are featured within the movie. But this kind of book, the Star Wars book, actually really allows you to world build, to make this more of an experience that actually feels like it could exist. Yeah, it, it it's almost like it's macro galaxy building mm -hmm. versus like micro um, world or character building. And both have their place, right? Because when you're when you're watching a film for the first time, of course you want to know every last background character in there, and you want to know what all those technologies are and who made them and what's their model number and all that sort of stuff. So I love that. Mm -hmm. um, but this book really, in a lot of ways, takes a step back and looks at everything in totality. Uh, I, I think there's an argument to be made that this book could only be written after the rise of Skywalker, mm. right? It, it's it's now at this point where we can really see that whole Skywalker saga play out. We've we've had enough storytelling outside of that that we can really put things in context and piece it all together. And, and it does, it, it it looks at everything in totality. And even when it does break down individual characters, it's really putting them in their place and understanding uh, their big picture themes that have carried through you know their entire lives and their story arcs. Right. And agreed not to you know, 
spoil future storytelling whatsoever, but it does occur to me that with the High Republic coming out, in talking about things that are already out there about the High Republic, the fact that the Outer Rim is still comparatively uncharted, undiscovered in this time period, which is a couple hundred years before The Phantom Menace, it really does dovetail very nicely with you know your thoughts about how different parts of the galaxy, like it is so large that one organization can't get their hands all around it. And so it becomes these little, you know, almost fiefdoms of sorts. And I think that's what we're setting up for with the High Republic to some degree, because as the Jedi start doing their outreach into the wild west of the High Republic, they, or uh, into the Outer Rim, I think that's what they're going to be discovering is all these other, you know, organizations. And that's ultimately what, you know, Star Wars has really done and developed over the years. And we haven't paid as close attention to it because we talk about these very specific stories. But as you said, with the Star Wars book, we haven't had the opportunity to really step back and look at that macro picture. Totally. Yeah. And then, and when you understand at that level, I think it helps, helps you understand like why some of these stories can take place, why these conflicts are occurring, why these organizations can sprout up and do their thing. Um, so yeah, it, it's really great to be able to see it from that lens. So is that a new lens for you? Like, have you personally just with the Star Wars writing that you've done, I would say a lot of it is probably very micro. Like for example, you know, the Traveler's Guide to Batuu. Yeah, you can bring in other elements of, you know, other storytelling because a lot of Star Wars storytelling touches Batuu, whether it's, you know, novels or comics or virtual reality, um, you know, even, uh, yeah, I was going to say uh, movie references, but that's not right. I think at some point, but two was like possibly talked about for Rise of Skywalker, but maybe that was just rumor. Um, <laughs> but, you know, is it, you know, what is it like for you to be able to, you know, to be able to pull back and write something on, you know, that kind of, on that kind of scale when, you know, normally I think, is it fair to say that your writing, like what you've been asked to do has been more micro-focused comparatively? Yeah, that, that's fair. You know, you really are taking, you know, even in a, books that cover lots of topics, you are really just devoting a few paragraphs, very targeted about an individual character or topic or whatever it is, piece of technology even. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this was really the first time that you, 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 we got to do that, and it's refreshing um, because it really forces you as the author to really think critically, like, what's important here? What's the big picture about this thing? Like why, why is it worthy of being in a book next to something like The Force or Luke Skywalker or the Galactic Civil War, right? These like massive things like, you know, why, why should um, jetpacks have their own section here? <laughs> like like mm -hmm. what, what is it about them that, that really kind of changes the course of galactic history? And, and it really, it also forces you to figure out the theme. So, um, you know, you, you, I'd be given a character to write about and you have to figure out like, well, what is it about them that really defines who they are? Um, and, and make sure that the whole essay really kind of focuses on that and shows how that's been a a constant theme throughout their whole story. So I'll give you an example with General Hux, mm -hmm. um, a 
smaller character if you were to compare him to say princess leia right somebody <laughs> like that um but hux's story is really one about rivalry all the way through mm. and you know we get not not only get to talk about how you see that in the films but also how you see that in the novels and in his rivalry with his own father in a lot of ways his, his rivalry with what he's done in his past and um, it's just fun. Like it's a challenge to figure out like, what is that one thing, that theme that really needs to come through here? And, uh, but I feel like once I got it, the whole, the whole essay just clicked mm-hmm. and uh, it was a lot of fun. That's wonderful. And, uh, also just, I'll go into particular kinds of storytelling briefly. Uh, your bio in the book talks about, uh, your work with video games, and you mentioned it a bit with Squadrons, but also with Jedi Fallen Order or Battlefront 2. So how do you, you get the opportunity to you know work these topics into a book like this? Yeah. Uh, sometimes and I guess I should preface... Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I should preface that by saying that I think with Star Wars storytelling... You know, most people think about, you know, novels and comics and movies and TV and animation and whatnot. But I don't know if um, video games gets a lot of attention in terms of storytelling. And that's something that I I find particularly fascinating, that there is a lot of storytelling going on in these things. Yeah, there, there's often a lot. And uh, and it, it all lives in that same universe, right? It, it's, you know, just as real, I guess you could say, as anything that you see on screen or, or in a novel or comic. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, I usually just come out like, hey, I'd really like to include something. So actually, uh, Matt and I joked at the very beginning that I wanted multiple spreads devoted to BD-1, hmm. the little droid from Fallen Order. We, you know, we laughed about that. In the end, we, of course, we couldn't give poor BD-1 multiple spreads. Right. Uh, but he's in there, and we, and I got to make sure he was in there. And then, you know, even just working it in naturally, because you know, you never, you never want to you know, give, give things too much weight. You know, you, you don't want to, uh, or give, give them, them the too appropriate much weight. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, mm-hmm. I, I work on this stuff and I love this stuff and I, I love the people who created all these things. And I'm, I'm so fortunate to have gotten to work with them. Um, but you also can't go overboard. And so it, it's really about like finding those natural moments where, um, these things add flavor or, they add really valuable information or help bring things to life. And sometimes it's just, um, you know, maybe a passing reference. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talk about like a spread where you're talking about the Galactic Civil War and uh, the military forces. Well, that's a great time to work in some references to the various squads or organizations we've seen mm-hmm. in video games. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just am always looking out for those. And I feel like, you know, if you haven't played these games, it's good to have that information and discover it here maybe in a book. And if you have, hopefully that's fun to discover as you're going through and, and connect those dots. Yeah. And I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about one other particular era of storytelling, because we've talked about sequel, we've talked about original trilogy stuff, we've talked about The Mandalorian and whatnot, but I gather that you have you know, worked on some prequel era stuff within this book too. Yeah, uh, I got to write the section about the Separatists, kind of the overview of what the Separatist movement was. And that one is perhaps the most interesting because you see them in the films and they're just 
these bad guys and you don't really get a lot of background you mm-hmm. know they're sort of mustache twirling and uh, <laughs> really they're they're just there so that you can tell that story of of Anakin's fall right and then in the clone wars um, but there's so much more to them that we get in other stories that's important and also i i really wanted to make it known why that type of organization would even pop up in the first place and it wasn't just the the machinations of palpatine right there there were actual concerns and problems that star systems had and they were legitimate concerns and funny enough it actually ties back to the map right like mm-hmm. uh, star systems and and the out lying areas of the galaxy felt like there was a lot of bias towards the core and and those those concerns were kind of festering and really Dooku comes along and he just he taps into that um and so it wasn't exactly like just pure puppet mastery uh there were there were real concerns there and there's a real government there that that then forms and there are people on that side that really think they're doing the right thing Mm-hmm. And so being able to talk about that and put that in context and in its place is something we rarely get to do uh, because we're usually just focused on um, the leadership or individual characters or individual battles of the Clone Wars and not necessarily some of this more political stuff. Right. I I feel like, you know, that ties back in directly to the notion of in I think it was in the Revenge of the Sith Crawl where Lucas had it as saying there are heroes on both sides and you look at that and think to yourself that doesn't make sense how could there be heroes on the separatist side when we are presuming that they are the enemy or at least that that's how they're being pitched to us to some degree but giving you the space to be able to write more in depth about this or having the space to be able to write more in depth about it you're actually able to convey how that could be possible totally yeah, and that, that history is important. And, um, you know, and then you do have to find a balance because at the end of the day, they were the bad guys. They, you, you know, there were evil people leading that movement. You, you do have to give credit to that. But no, you have the space to tell both and, and get into the nuance, which is, again, refreshing. So the Star Wars book is a book filled with nuance, filled with deep dive details into the galaxy far, far away, written by you along with Dan Zare and Pablo Hidalgo, available wherever books are sold, obviously. Um, Congratulations on it. It's a great, fun read. And for anybody who is listening and wants to keep up with what's going on with you and what other projects you might have going, whether it's in Star Wars or any other galaxy, where should they be keeping track of you? Yeah, they can find me on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Cole Horton. Perfect. And I will link to that as well as to the book itself in the show notes for this episode as well. Cole Horton, thank you again for joining me on Star Wars 7x7. I really appreciate it. It's always great to talk with you. Yeah, anytime. I'll just have to keep writing books so I can keep coming back. (laughs) I'm sure I would be perfectly happy to have you on in the interim if you don't have anything on the burner. I might take you up on that, yeah. (laughs) Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.